I take one more step, it'll be the farthest away from home I've ever been. There's no place like home. You know, it doesn't make sense to leave home to look for home. Hi everyone and welcome back to A Place to Call Home, the podcast where we explore the many meanings of the concept of a home. What makes a place, a country, a city, or even just a tiny garden special to you and why? I'm Lucille Masson, a French-American screenwriter and translator who recently moved back to Paris after six years in Los Angeles. I have lived in four different countries and visited a dozen more, and I've always wondered, what makes a place feel like home? Today we are joined by Claudia. She's a writer who lives in Los Angeles, and if any of us sound nervous during the recording, it's because we are. Claudia was kind enough to be my very first guest on the podcast. We talked about a ton of different topics, from being the default minority to the smell of fall and the idea of making a home anywhere. I had a lot of fun unpacking all of this with her, and I hope you'll enjoy this interview as much as I did. All right. Here we go! <laughs> Hi, Claudia. Hello, Lucille. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming. How are you doing? I'm, I'm really good. I am excited and nervous to be your, your guinea pig guest. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. yes. Nervous because, because of the guinea pig aspect or are you nervous because of what we're talking about? The guinea pig aspect. I think I'm, I'm excited for the conversation, what we're going to talk about. So let's start. We'll just easy question first. Where are you from? I am from uh, Chicago. I grew up my entire life in the suburbs, so just outside of the city. Um, and my family is um, blended. They're a mixed family. So my mom's side is Chinese and my dad's side is Irish and German. So um, yeah, we grew up in the Midwestern suburbs, but we always had like a blend of two cultures under the roof. So that was always kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah do you think that that like influenced who you are now and uh and what you like and everything? I think definitely. I think it's uh, something that my sister and I, we've actually kind of, I don't know if we've coined the term, but we call it kind of being the default minority when you're half and half, where it's like depending on whatever majority you're surrounded by, you end up kind of feeling like the, the other or the outsider. It's not always in a very extreme dramatic way, but that is just generally the tendency of, of how other people view you. So in, in the suburbs, it was predominantly a white neighborhood that we grew up in. So sometimes made to feel like, oh, we're, we're very Asian, even if we don't feel that way. You know, I think we feel very much like specifically Asian American. Um, and then if I were in class surrounded by, say, my, my first generation Asian American classmates, then you feel like you're being treated a little more like like what a white person. So it was always interesting. Um, but as far as the, the town I grew up in itself, it was a very, very nice place to grow up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like what did you, can you describe it? So like this... I don't know, some visuals, some smells yeah. that you remember, oh. some things like that? Yeah, it, I mean, it's just a very nice, very nice suburb. It was definitely suburbia. Um, and I think living in LA, one thing that I miss now that I've been here for almost seven years is the changing of the seasons, mm -hmm. which I'm sure you can relate to. And so one thing I, I miss in particular is specifically the, the smell of fall. When, when the leaves are changing and you step outside and the air is very crisp, And there's just a specific kind of earthy smell that you get that you just don't really get in L.A. I feel like in L.A. you might wake up and you have like a, a misty morning and you smell a little bit of rain. But it's not quite the same. So it's just those that, yeah, specific moments of the seasons changing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's of, very true. Yeah. For people who are not in L.A., L.A. is very much uh, has two seasons. <laughs> that's At least that's how I see it. Is yeah. There is the season of rainy-ish winter, mm -hmm. which is like 
not cold, but just like a little bit chilly in the morning right. and at night. And mm-hmm. it can rain sometimes. Mm-hmm. That lasts about two months, maybe three, yes. if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. And then it's the hot season. Yes. And it's just hot. Yes. And sunny. Yes. It's sunny all the time. All the time. So when it's not, we're like, what is going on? <laughs> yes. Do you feel like, do you feel attached to where you where you're from? I do. I would say I, I feel very attached specifically to, to our home. We only recently moved out of our childhood home and my, my mom got another place that's really... You mean the house. The house right. itself. The, the actual house, yeah. structure, I would say. Um, it's very nostalgic. I mean, talking about smells, I think your childhood home has a very specific smell that you don't find anywhere else. So my mom actually did move recently, but she um, got another house that's only like a mile away from where we grew up. So it still very much feels kind of like the same same area. Um, and so I, I do miss that. I think, I don't know. I think I've been in LA for almost seven years now. So, um, when someone asks where my home is, I am more likely to say LA cause that's just where I have made my home in the past few years. But if you ask me where I'm from, I'm always going to say Chicago and kind of talk about, talk about where my mom is. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And, uh, so yes, you, so you moved here seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did you move here? I moved here uh, for a similar reason to you, which is that I wanted to work in entertainment. Specifically, I wanted to write for TV. So when I graduated from college, I immediately moved out here that summer and started working an assistant job at um, an entertainment studio. And, you know, as everyone does, just kind of worked a variety of jobs moving this way and that until I was able to land on a TV show, which is where I met you. We worked on A Million Little Things, which was a TV show on ABC. Um, started out as an assistant and then eventually got promoted to uh, a writer, which is the the dream job I always wanted to have. And I just knew that uh, most of those jobs were in this city, so it's where I wanted to be. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, what do you like about being in LA besides the job? Besides the job, um, I just feel like LA is a city that has a lot to offer. I feel like Whatever your jam is, LA, LA has it. I think if it's, you know, uh, the food and restaurant scene, if you like obviously film and TV, if you're into comedy, you know, outdoor activities, uh, water activities, really kind of anything. I think it's a city where you can really sort of make the lifestyle your own and and kind of tailor it to you. Um, And I think... I don't know, my more basic answer compared to Chicago is that I've just never liked the cold. You know this about me. I hate winter weather. I am such a weenie when it comes to cold temperatures. So in that sense, the the sunny LA weather is definitely something that that I, I like a lot. Yeah, that's something that makes you that makes you feel more at home. It's something that is like Yeah, to you. definitely. It makes yeah. me feel more comfortable. It makes me kind of look forward to the day and getting outside in a way where being in Chicago with like you know, sometimes almost what feels like eight months of winter does not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard that it can be, it can be pretty rough in, in Chicago. It really can be. It's just, you know, it's, it's lovely and the people are great and there is a lot to do there as well. But yeah, the, the cold weather, it can be very, very snowy, very icy, very windy. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's just a lot for me to handle. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything that you dislike about LA? Um, well, like most people, I think I would say the, the traffic and the fact that it's just such a driving and car heavy city. Um, I know we've, we've both complained about this before, the, the lack of public transportation, just kind of alternative methods of getting from point A to point B is tricky. Um, you and I live on almost complete opposite sides of, of the city. Yeah, thank you which, again for driving. No, of course, here. of course, it's totally worth it, but it just, I feel like 
compared to other cities, it takes a little bit more forethought and like a strategic planning yes. for your day if you're just going to be going bopping all over the city. Yeah. Um, but you know, a small price to pay for for getting to see the people you want to and spend time with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not um, not something that you consider um, like a, a real big hindrance on where you want to live. In general? Not really. I think just because it, it has everything else that I could want, it, it sort of is just like a, a small obstacle that I really do think you kind of just get used to the more that you live with it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so you're in LA. You're on the west side of LA. Yes. Um, okay. Same thing with Chicago. I kind of mm-hmm. want to... Uh, I kind of want this podcast to be a little bit... Um, to have a little bit of visual and... Talk to the senses a little bit. So okay. what does, like, when you when you think about where you live right now, mm-hmm. like, what are the smells, the, mm. the sounds, the, the images that comes to oh, mind? I, I totally have my answer for this <laughs> because L.A. is very much the, the land of, I would say, like, strip malls or just mm-hmm. the streets with, like, a lot of just random stores back to back. And so I live, I lived, first of all, which I think is kind of rare, I've lived in the same apartment for the entire time I've been in LA. So seven years. Seven years. I've never moved around. So I'm on a very specific block where our intersection is such that there is um, a laundromat, um, like an old school car repair shop, and a high school. And so when I think about kind of going for walks in my neighborhood or crossing the street, there's a very specific smell, which is the car exhaust that you walk past, then mixed with the scent of clean laundry. Right. Which I actually really like because just the way Very that my, my, the way my place is positioned, you kind of walk through the gross, kind of gassy smell, and then you get clean laundry, which mm-hmm. I really like. Um, and then as far as the sounds, um, it's funny. My my childhood home in Chicago, we actually lived across the street from my high school, so I'm very used to kind of just the the background noise and the chatter of of teenagers, of students, which I know mm-hmm. is weird to say, but it's kind of oddly comforting to have that again. So um, I'm sort of across from the whatever the, the the campus field so I hear a lot of kids during gym class kind of screaming and, and running around and my favorite sound during the school year is on on Friday nights they'll have the football games so you get you get the marching band you get kind of the blurred sound of the announcers oh, on the loudspeaker yeah you get all of that um so weirdly it does kind of feel like home to me because it's like a sound I was very used to growing up so it's really nice yeah, that's fun yeah that's funny that's something you would like if you ever moved is that something you're gonna you, you would seek out you know, it's weird. I, I totally, you know, it was complete a complete accident that that I wound up next to another high school football field. But thinking about it, I actually think that is something I might seek out, or it would be nice to be just near a school in general. I think yeah. that's a nice environment. Now that I hear it coming out of my mouth, maybe that's kind of creepy <laughs> to, <laughs> to be close to the students in a way where I can overhear them and see them. But it is kind of nice. I don't know. It sort of just adds to the community feel. I think I would sooner be by a school than, I don't know, let's say like a, like an office building or some other, like a mall or something mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. 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 It's funny how they, like, like just the, sounds and smells just like bring it bring back some some memories and make you feel uh more comfortable in an environment that you wouldn't otherwise be totally. comfortable in mm-hmm. um like i had i had this in uh nantes when i was living in in france where my apartment was above a lush shop oh uh, you know the soap absolutely uh, yeah so whenever i go i i, I pass by a lush shop yeah, now yeah. i just it, it reminds me it of that place you back. Every, yeah. every single time it's really really funny 
That's a good one. That's a very, very specific, strong smell. Yeah, very strong smell. (laughs) So, okay, so you've lived in Chicago, you've lived in LA. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you lived anywhere else? Or is it... I have. I have. um, Nowhere for as as long as in Chicago or in LA, Mm -hmm. but... Um, I went to college, I went to university in St. Louis, which is like four hours south by car of Chicago, mm-hmm. um, a school called Washington University in St. Louis. So that was for, for four years, which I liked very much. Um, it was a very, very beautiful campus, um, just very lush and green and in a very nice part of the city. And then um, during my junior year of college, for half a year, I studied abroad in France. Right. So I was in Toulouse, not in Paris. Right. Um, but technically lived there for, for about six months, um, right. which was really great, really amazing, unlike anything I've, I've ever done before. And the only time I've lived in another country for an extended period of time. Right. Again, um, a sunny place. What? Again, a sunny place. Oh, a sunny place. Yes, yes. Even, um, I was kind of there for the um, winter semester, and it was still okay. still really, I mean, compared to what I was used to, <laughs> very, very nice, very mild. Yeah. And, and it was just lovely, yeah. If you had to define a home... Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes those like not, maybe not the home, um, or what makes them the home? Like what, if you, if you have to, to choose yeah. a home, pick a home, where would that be? You think? If I had to, hmm, this is really tough. I was thinking about this in the drive over actually, and it's really tough. I think talking about St. Louis and then Toulouse, the things that did not make it home, I would say it was kind of always knowing in my head that it was like a temporary arrangement, mm-hmm. you know, um, that. I was only going to be there for this finite period of time. So you could, you could get settled, but only to an extent, even mentally. Um, I think what did make it feel like home for that period of time was probably, I don't know if it's a cop-out answer to say the people and mm-hmm. it is just feeling comfortable with the people that you're surrounded by. I lived with a very lovely host family in France who was very good about taking me in. And then in college, obviously you're, you're kind of surrounded by by your friends and you end up living together as the years go on in university and they kind of become your chosen family um i would say if you were to ask me today what my home is i would probably say la yeah just because it has become such a comfortable place for me it is my my norm um but i think it's tricky i think you can kind of have like your your given home and then your chosen home, which I'm sure you feel yes. in a huge way. Yeah. So it kind of just, I don't know, depends on the day or depends on how I'm going to answer the question because I do have, you know, the home that I've sort of built and the place that I wake up every day, but then the place where I come from and who I wouldn't be had I not grown up there. So yeah. it's tough. Yeah. It's both. Yeah, it's both? Yeah. Yeah. So you can, yeah, you, you, can, get, you can have multiple homes kind of like at the same time. I think so. I think so, which is a, a wonderful thing and a blessing. But then there's also something kind of bittersweet about it where it's like the, mm. the grass is always greener. Like, no matter where you are, you're always kind of missing the other, mm. you know? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we talked about um, all of the, the, the smells and the sounds that you associate with places you've been. Mm-hmm. And if I say the word home, which one would pop in your mind? Like, which one is like the strongest to you? Of the senses? Yeah, like of the sound, oh, smell, or something. Oh. Like, which one Which one is home for you? It can be something very small. It can be, like, coffee brewing in the morning. Yeah. Um, I, I actually do think that when it comes to the feeling of home, I think scent is a very powerful one. I think mm-hmm. aroma is 
are particularly powerful as pertains to our our memory and our sense of nostalgia. Yeah, um, I think it's because the, the 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 part of the brain that analyzes smells is like right next to the memory part. Right. I think it's I read tied that somewhere. somewhere. That yeah. Is tied, yeah. So it is science. It's yeah. not just nostalgia. No, it's it actual might, science. Might, <laughs> might actually be science. To no, check. I, I, I need to check. No, but, it's yeah. true. It's true. I think you know. I always, whenever I you know fly back to Chicago over the holidays or to visit, I always try to like savor the few seconds right when I walk in the door with my suitcase because it's like the only time you kind of like can really notice that mm-hmm. that smell of your childhood home before it just kind of becomes the norm and you're in it. Right. So always try to like savor it or, um, I don't know, I'll, I'll be sure to like do my laundry when I go home. Cause for some reason, even if I use the same detergent out here, when I do it at my mom's house, it just, it just kind of takes on a different smell. I don't know, things like that. So I, I would say if I had to pick one, I think, I think scent. Yeah. And it's still the scent, mostly the scent of your childhood home. Yes, which was another thing. When my, my mom moved, I was kind of holding her breath. I was like, what if we lose the smell system? But I, I, it really did. It, it, it did carry over. It does smell the same. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the thing where I think just like families or people yeah. are able to take on a, a scent somehow over the years. It's kind of like if you were to go over to a friend's house, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's, that's what that's, their house is. You just kind yeah. of know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. I was really, really excited that it did kind of carry over. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's pretty nice. Yeah. So maybe, I mean... It could be, I guess it could be fair to say that, like, home is people more than a place? Or is that just, like, what I'm trying to summarize, but it might not be? I think so. I think so. I think it's, like, um, I would definitely say that's a huge part of it. I think if I had to, like, distill it down to one word that wasn't either people or a place, I would say just, like, a general sense of of comfort, um, of which a specific space or people can be a part mm-hmm. of, you know, yeah. I, I, I feel that with both my place in Chicago and here, that it's just like a sense of, of comfort when I'm there, just like a feeling of, of peace where I can just really be myself and be really relaxed. So I think that's, yeah. that's how I would personally define it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. So like, cause I'm thinking like a lot of people, you know, um, they like, they're going to post on Instagram when they're on holidays and they're going to be like, Oh, this, this feels like home. Oh, uh, do you think it's like it's that sense of peace and comfort that just like carries over to that place, or is it, or do you think that some people can just like visit a place and be like, oh, this is where I want to be? I think it's both. I think you could definitely go visit a place and and be able to see yourself there yeah. in a in a long term or permanent way. Has it ever happened to you? Um, gosh, I don't know. Um. Probably not for the here and now. I think I, I feel very tied to the city and I like it and it's just in line with, you know, the kind of lifestyle I want, the work I want to do. Um, but I do always joke with my family. We have um, relatives who live in Hawaii and every time we go there, I'm like, this, this is where I'll retire. Not right now, mm. but this will one day be my home when I'm, when I'm done working and I just want to lie around in the sun yeah. all day. So yeah. that's kind of my half and half answer. Yeah. Okay. How important do you, do you feel... Um, let me rephrase. How do you think that the the sense of home is something that you can make, or do you think that it is um, it, it's something that is like just predefined and you will never find it someplace, and then you will find it someplace else? 
Oh. Like, for example, you moved to L.A. Yeah. for a job, not yeah. because you particularly liked the city beforehand, right. but you are saying, like, right now it's your home. Mm-hmm. So do you think that you made it your home and that you could do that anywhere else? Or is that something that you're, you know that mm. some places are just no way? Oh, that's tricky. I think, I think as far as I can speak to L.A., I do feel like I made it home because yeah. when I... I think about kind of the first year, maybe even two years that I lived here, it was very kind of rocky and I didn't feel very settled down because, you know, it, it was just so many major life changes very suddenly. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really have a lot of friends that I knew of here. My my job was very tricky. I think it's a very rude awakening working your first um, assistant job in particular where it's right. very demanding emotionally sometimes. So, yeah, I think it, it took a lot of time to... Um, I think meet people who I, I felt similarly to and, and, and grew close with and I think to just even explore the city and sort of understand what it had to offer and then as I was kind of defining LA for myself before making a lifestyle of my own so I, I do think that I made it my home kind of gradually um, as for other places I don't I don't know that I could say with confidence that I could just go anywhere and turn right. it into home I think it there was sort of like a, you know, a feeling that I had to make it work in LA because mm-hmm. I had decided this is where I wanted to be and where I wanted to do the kind of work I was hoping to do. So it was sort of like a sink or swim situation. But um, I think if you were to, you know, drop me in a, another very random place, say there were like a huge cultural difference or something or culture shock, I, I can't say for certain that I would be able to navigate it the same way and eventually make it home. I think that would be a much longer process. Yeah. Yeah, it's true that our job, which is screenwriting, is very tied to to Hollywood and mm-hmm. to the place that 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 we're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, okay, random question: yes. if if you could move Hollywood anywhere, oh, if I could move it anywhere, if you can move it anywhere, you can oh. move your job. First of all, would you move it? And second, where if you moved it? I actually don't know that I would move it. I think I actually do think I I like being in California very much. Mm-hmm. Um, for a second, I was like, maybe I'd move it to Hawaii. But it's, it's a little small there. I don't, I don't know that we would all fit. <laughs> I, think about it. <laughs> I, I, I think I, yeah, I think maybe I would keep it. I, I like being in a, a big city, but then having the flexibility to, to travel elsewhere for smaller pockets of time, right. I would say. I think the real answer would be if, if we were able to kind of do the work remotely so it would mm. still be based here but yeah. you and I could just kind of yeah. pop wherever you wanted would you move mm. would you be nomad or would you settle down somewhere I as much as I'd like to say I would I would do the nomad thing I don't think I don't think a totally peripatetic lifestyle works for me I am I am at the end of the day adventurous but a homebody yeah you know I think I think I'm very rooted to my my home space and to my cats, so yes. I, I don't think I would wander too far for a period of time. So no, I probably probably still kind of stick to the balance yeah. I have now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works. That works. Yeah. That works great. I mean, yeah. it, it works for you, and it, it sounds like you're very attached to um, physical places as much as mm-hmm. uh, people and um, and like just lifestyle in general. Because you you like you say you stayed in the same apartment. Yeah. Uh, for the past seven years, mm-hmm. even though a lot of people move around LA quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, why do you think that is? Do you think 
Is it just you? You just like lucked out, and you actually really love the area. If it, it's 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 both. It's a big a mix of things. I think I did luck out with a a good space that I really like. I think also I've I've learned over the years, particularly during the the pandemic, when we're all doing lots of self reflection. Right. Certainly, I learned that I am more introverted than I was perhaps allowing myself to believe, and I think part of that is just feeling very connected to your home base and really just kind of enjoying having that space that is your own and being able to just exist in that space without mm-hmm. any other interactions or interference from other people. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, when I think about it, actually, I, I think, um, you know, change can really rock you if you're a person who really likes routine. So just the mm-hmm. thought of having to like uproot and, and even something as simple as just like finding and moving to a new apartment. I mean, to me, it feels like, yeah, it, it is, it would be a major, major shift where if I am just okay with the space I have now, I'm, I'm happy to stay in it. Um, right. I, I do like the neighborhood that I just happened to land in when I first moved out here. So um, it's sort of like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. That kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know. I've been trying to move you to the east side of the I line know. For, <laughs> for like three years. <laughs> I, I, I like it too. I see the pros and cons both ways. But yeah, when I think about it, I am just, yeah. Um, a creature of habit and, and am, am liking the, the place yeah. that I have invested in. Yeah. But you still moved from Chicago to L.A. I mean, that must have been a big, it was a big thing, right? Yeah, it was a big one. It was it was overwhelming. It was, it was pretty scary. Um, but, yeah, I, I had my, my first cat, my, my eldest son with me, so that helped at least. And my roommate, who I moved in with, was very kind and supportive and good about kind of showing me around town. So I think you just kind of put all the building blocks together very very slowly and figure it out right yeah it's not as big as your move you well know? yeah because no. like yeah at the, at the time that we're recording uh i am going to move in one month from la to paris um which um the people who don't know me and listen to my accent will understand that that's where i'm from uh, <laughs> as well <laughs> um it's a pretty big move i don't think it's uh fundamentally it's not that different from moving to one state to another in the U.S. You think so? Well, the U.S. is so big that you still have the same constraints Mm -hmm. that I have moving from here to there. It's just like you just have less administrative paperwork to deal with because you don't have to change your bank account and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you don't need a visa or things like Mm -hmm. this. But uh, the, 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 the core of just moving from point A to point B is still the same. It's just it's packing up your entire life and just moving it yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. A big job. I guess for you too it's um it's a move back in a way, right? It's yes, it's says that to you. I'm moving I'm familiar you've done before. With where I'm going. And you were not when you moved here. No, no, and there was no turning back, so I just had to make it work. <laughs> You did make it work. I mean, this eventually, it's, eventually, it's pretty amazing. Like a lot of people move to LA and then just never really, never really fit in in a way, or just have to move back because of the job that doesn't work out and yeah. things like yeah. that. Because it's a, it's a very intensive job. Yeah, it it can be demanding, and I mm-hmm. I think I I was very fortunate to to you know be able to stick it out and find work, but also along the way, I think meet mm-hmm. people who were very supportive and who I really clicked with and who had similar goals. I think yeah. that made a huge difference. Yeah. 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 So if you have to define the word home, what would you say it is? I I do think it is a sense of comfort. I think it is the ultimate yeah. sense of comfort. Uh, just a place where you can totally exist as yourself. I think 
currently, if I had to, like, boil it down to an image, it's just me home in my L.A. apartment with my two cats um, on a Sunday afternoon, reading outside on the balcony in the specific window when the sun hits just right, and it's super cozy, yeah. and, and we're all just happy and soaking it in. Um, that, to me, is, like, the, the perfect image of, of my happiest home. Of home, yeah. yeah. Do you think it evolved since you were a kid? That, that, that sense of home and what, what makes it home? I think so. I think so. Because I think as a child, your home is kind of what is provided for you, mm -hmm. for which I'm very grateful. And I think the older I get, I'm kind of learning home is sort of what you design for yourself and, and what and who you choose to surround yourself with. Right. So it's kind of just, you know, yeah. barring from elements of my, my childhood home, certainly, mm -hmm. but just kind of, you know, imbuing it with, with all of the things that I, that yeah. I love as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like I, I heard uh, someone say one time that home is where the heart is. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. But it's Absolutely. also, I like that dimension, that idea of comfort is, uh, is where you feel yeah. comfortable, where you feel yourself and just at peace. Yeah. I like this very, very nice image. Yeah, it's cozy. It's cozy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> home is where it's cozy. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so last few questions. Do mm -hmm. you think uh, Do you think your home defines who you are mm. and what you do? I think it's I think it's both. I think you know in, in dividing it between childhood home and then current home. I think you know my upbringing, the house I grew up in, certainly shaped who I am. You know, kind of as I talked about sort of briefly at the top, just, you know, growing up under a roof that was multicultural, I think that definitely kind of shaped mm -hmm. who I am and, and certainly the way that I see myself as not fully belonging to, to this group or that mm -hmm. and sort of kind of growing into a biracial identity and not only how people see me, but how I see myself going through the world. Um, that's That's sort of a very vague answer but I do think that 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 shaped me and I think um in even small ways now just just the the home that I keep I think um I'm affected by I, I'm just trying to think of small ways like if I have a if I have a messy home then I feel more stressed but if I clean up that home <laughs> I feel much more relaxed and at ease and, and happy with myself in my life so yeah I do think it's kind of a a double feedback mechanism where we can affect the home and the home can affect us. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's very, yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel that too. Like, I, I'm messy home just always, like, I, I like, I sleep poorly. Yeah. Like, when my yeah. house is a mess, like, I just, I can't really go to sleep. It, I just yeah, I think it's definitely connected. Yeah. 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 To how we feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, all right, we, we, yeah, we, we circled that subject a little bit, but, um, If you have to paint your ideal home, mm. like, it could be anywhere, it can be anything, mm -hmm. it can be with anyone. No. What is it? Hmm. I think, well, my ideal, let's say, if, if we're able to kind of have any kind of space, would be to be able to have sections of my future home that have kind of... Um, a designated area for all of my different hobbies and interests. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm sure you've, you've thought about this before, but if I, let's say, if I were to have this great house, I would definitely want 
a room that kind of kind of function as like my study or as like a library and you know have all of my my books in one place so that can kind of cater to when I want to be more in that space so then maybe also have like a home gym or if we're getting crazy like a movie theater you know I think just a place where it can um, divide up all of my interests so you mm-hmm. just kind of have a, a space for each of them um, certainly would want a lot of uh, space for my cats as well <laughs> to make them feel as comfortable and cozy in their space Although I think the I think the thing with cats is kind of wherever you put them, they are the ultimate masters oh, of yeah. making it their home. Oh, definitely. Almost immediately, they yes. just own kind of whatever space that they're in. Um, and then you know potentially I'll I'll live with somebody else as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't be too broken up if it were just my space and uh, you yeah. know it was just all all my palace. But I think you know living living with a partner or a family in the future would be would be. Really nice. Just yeah. all, all the elements, really. Just, yeah. yeah. All of my, my hobbies, interests, and my likes, both the yeah. animate and inanimate under one roof is the ideal. I like that you described the inside, and it's it, 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 it ties totally with what you said, the mm-hmm. sense of comfort, the sense of peace, but you did not say where it would be. Oh. Like, like as if it's not, like, it's not your first thought, which is totally fine. I guess it's not. I, I totally it's, forgot it's very the first interesting. question. Yeah. No, but I think it's super interesting because yeah. it's not, it's not the first thing that you, that you think about. So it really yeah. makes it, like, you can, you, it, it feels like you can make a home anywhere. I, I guess in that sense, yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe to some extent, it's just that I am already sort of picturing it being mm-hmm. here in LA right. or, or not too far from where sure. I already am. So I'm more focused on, yeah, how I would split up the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I have one last question, but before I ask it, um, is there anything that you wanted to say that I didn't, I didn't bring you to it? Is there anything that you thought about that you wanted to, to add? Um, no, I, if anything, it's just that I, I feel that my trajectory and in, in terms of like where I, I see my home is, is pretty, pretty ordinary, pretty standard. I feel like a lot of people maybe go through this trajectory of growing up one place and then moving elsewhere for work and just kind of having to recreate or relearn what that sense of home is. And, um, Obviously, I know you've done kind of a bigger, more extreme version of that, and I'm 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 sad that once again you'll be moving your home base. But I'm really excited for you too. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we'll see each other again. And no, of course, that's also that's also why I'm doing this podcast because I don't know if that's if it's that ordinary the way yeah. you see the way you see your home, the way you see the the concept of home. Mm. I think it's something that is very personal to 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 everyone. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think someone who's lived in one place and never moved will have a very different, yeah. um, a different view of what a home is and should be and what they would want it to be. Yeah. So I don't think don't don't sell yourself short. I know. <laughs> well, I'll be very curious to see yeah what what your other guests have to say yeah. about it. Yeah, it could be interesting. <laughs> uh, last question that I think I might ask uh, all of my guests. Okay is do you have a recommendation of a book, a movie, a TV show, or a song that makes you feel at home? Like it can be, you oh, know, it can oh, be that thing oh. that you read every year. It can be that, that it can be that thing that you read once and you're like, oh my God, this is like, this defines mm-hmm. everything that I like about home or it can be anything. Okay. I, it'll be like a two-parter, but it's related. My favorite movie is um, a Japanese animated movie called Spirited Away. It's a Studio Ghibli film, which I love. And it does kind of deal 
very literally and figuratively with the the theme of home because it is about um, a young girl who is is moving and very unhappy mm-hmm. to be uprooting her life um, and leaving all her friends yes, and, and yeah winds up on I this forgot that was I, the beginning of the yeah, the whole, yeah it is I just you know yeah. uh, it really is my favorite movie but in talking about it now I'm realizing how kind of on the nose it is for the whole premise but um yeah she she um winds up kind of accidentally in the spirit world and ends up working there and you know, starts out very uncomfortable there. But ultimately, I would argue, ends up kind of creating this sense of home there. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but just in time for her to kind of go back into the I mean, the, the movie the is like world. 20 years old. It I is. think it, you can spoil it. It's been around. I think it's it fine. If you, haven't, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, just like... But yeah, I, you know, I do... Go, go see in it. Talking it's about, I mean, it's a beautiful film. It's mm-hmm. an incredible story. I was also going to recommend... Um, the, the score, the soundtrack, and and really the composer, Joe Hisaishi, who does a lot of those films, is amazing. So just his music in general is always a comfort. But in thinking about the film, I think it's um, a very strong argument that you can kind of make home whatever mm-hmm. you want it to be. It is, it is largely due in part to um, having people who support and love you, mm-hmm. um, e- even if it's... Um, not your given family, but your chosen family who you meet along along the way as you go through your life. So I think it's an absolutely incredible story. Beautiful visuals. Just my, my all-time favorite. Um, and I've watched it more times than I can count, so that would certainly be my recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that movie, too. So it's, a, it's such, a good, such yeah. a good one. Well, thank you so much, Claudia. Thank for, you for having for me. For coming here. It was, uh, was, really it was awesome. Nice. It was great. It was great. It was I, hope so much it, I hope it turns out. Thank you for having yes. me. <laughs> I'm sure I will. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Place to Call Home. If you have a special relationship with a place, I'd love to hear about it. You can send me an email at podcast.aplacetocallhome at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at aplacetocallhome underscore podcast. I'm always looking for new people to interview and new stories to tell. In the meantime, have a wonderful life and I'll see you next time.